Future Matt here real fast. Um, just wanted to let y'all know there was an issue with my audio track on this reboot. And it kind of robots sounds a little rough in places, but uh, we're still releasing this because the reboot as a whole is amazing and the other two guys' audio is perfect. So uh, enjoy and please don't hold this against us too bad. Thanks. Hey everybody, welcome to Hard Reboot. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. And I'm Alan. And today we are rebooting a... Public domain property. That's the whole deal here. Uh, this one is gonna be kind of weird. Um, putting it nicely. Yeah. The the thing we are rebooting is a very old comic called Moon Girl. Not in not as in and Devil Dinosaur from Marvel. Like very old comic. I don't know anything else about it. Do did you guys do some research? I hope. Um, I we totally did. A uh, Moon Girl originally appeared first, um, in 1947 in the Golden Age of Comics in a comic called The Happy Houlihans Number One. She was raised in a small kingdom in a remote part of Samarkand, and she was because she was known as the Princess of the Moon. Um, her name is Claire Loon. Is her alter ego. Okay. So she wears a moonstone on a necklace, which is the source of her power. It absorbs moonlight, um, and it gives her super strength, flight, all sorts of crazy abilities. I mean, end of the day, what we've got here is EC Comics, which was the company that made this, looked at DC, and like you did in the Golden Age, was like, I wonder which of these we can steal with the least amount of fuss and <laughs> settled can, on Wonder Woman. How can we file these serial numbers off? <laughs> Who would be the easiest? But one thing that I do want to share uh, before we get too terribly far away from it, um, she had a sidekick named Star, but my personal favorite is her list of rogues gallery, her, her villains, uh, including Satana, who was queen of the underworld, Maybelline, Invaders from Venus, Lurani, and Undina. I mean, look, there's some good names there. Those are all great names. And Maybelline is there. Oh, yeah. I like Maybelline. I think that's, it's also makeup, but before then it was a name. Is she born with it? Maybe it's Maybelline. Alan, I was about to say, first person to make a maybe it's Maybelline joke gets thrown into space. And that's you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool. I will go live in space. It'll, It'll be cool. Now, I have a couple questions. Is there anything about these villains? Uh, actually, um, through some rather studious digging, uh, my, <laughs> my Google foo, I had to like turn up to 11. I did find an issue of this comic, a uh, moon girl and the prince. Uh, moon girl actually was published in several different titles. The happy hula hands. Number one, animal fables. Number seven, moon girl and the prince. Number one, moon girl. Numbers two through six, moon girl fights crime. Seven and eight. And then a moon, <laughs> a girl romance. Number nine. Um, I found moon girl. Number one, um, or rather moon girl and the prince. Number one. Uh, and it is about uh, her stopping a rocket and then fighting the queen of the underworld, whose name is Satana, who has like a golden or a, a green cloak with devil horns on it. It's a really good look. That's pretty boss. Satana saw... actually has a really cool look. Um, but just to make people aware, the and the prince is a dude named Prince. Yeah, just a dude. Prince Mingu. 
His name was Prince Mingu. He's a prince, but his name is Prince? No, his name is Prince. He is not a prince. Yeah. First name Prince, last name Mingu. Why is he the prince, then, in the title? I don't know. From from what I see, he only lasted one issue, so... Yeah, he was replaced with Star as the sidekick. Okay. So, yeah, it, um... The, the, the only other thing that I really want to kind of add into that is it started out as kind of your stock adventure comic and like Moon Girl and the Prince, Moon Girl and Moon Girl Fights Crime were all the standard adventure comics. Um, you know, villains go punch them in the face, that whole deal. And when it shifted over to a Moon, a Girl romance, it became, unsurprisingly, a romance comic. And then by the end of that, which... Um, if this tells you how important the main character was to the comic book as a whole, Moon Girl only appeared in A Moon, A Girl Romance in the first issue, and in the remaining three wasn't to be seen. <laughs> um, but it did turn into a horror comic, and she showed up in a couple of the first horror books in, like, side stories. So uh, she had adventure comics, romance comics, and horror comics, which is a spread that's a weird spread but i think it will really work for for my idea my kernel that i have lay it on us jake i'm okay so i'm pretty 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 i'm pretty excited about this it's gonna be a noir we that's the that's the genre i i said that at the end of the last episode that's that's you've had time to to gestate are you ready for the medium yeah yes it is a third-person action-adventure video game. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, okay, we can work with this. We can work with this. So let's take some direct inspiration. Okay, so so here's... Before, before we go any further, here's my ideas of like what i'm thinking as far as how the medium go like some some comparable titles okay assassin's creed and the arkham games that's immediately what i went to was the arkham games um yeah just open world i'm thinking it'll mostly take place in a city i don't know how moon girl goes i know she goes to places but i feel like if there was like a city to like a big city to be the focal point then like yeah, would, cities. Yeah, um, and then she does go to space to fight a rocket, I guess. Um, no, the rocket, the rocket was totally on Earth. Oh, like okay. apparently, it was like a missile rocket because she like flew it into a lake and it got flooded, and so it didn't explode. Yeah, like a missile does. Like a missile yeah. does. So that's that's my idea to start with. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, I think this could be a lot of fun to play with. Um, because from everything I'm seeing of Moon Girl, and I don't know why this is the first thing that jumps into my head. So you're talking about an open world game. You're talking about kind of an Arkham situation. Moon Girl derives her power from the moon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if somehow maybe like she's in this city and it's countdown to an eclipse? Oh. Like a and lunar that's eclipse. Satana makes her move. Yeah, and so Moon Girl knows that the lunar eclipse is coming and knows that her enemies are going to be like 
plotting, but obviously the lunar eclipse only lasts moments, you know, for a total eclipse is when she's going to lose her powers, but she'd only lose her powers for a few minutes. So it's kind of the villains trying to keep her distracted so that they can do what they want to do during the total eclipse. Well, if we're going to allow for a more or less magic amulet with kind of a mystical origin story for her anyways, we could definitely have it be something where Satana and some of the other villains, Maybelline, all those gals, got together, kind of a Legion of Doom situation, and decided to somehow orchestrate this eclipse. And so it's every, like, big villain she beats unlocks part of it and opens up more of the moon. So that's how you get your power climb back in. That's mm. the level ups. Okay. The moon opens back up a little bit more. Ooh, I like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, I like that. So I'm thinking that we okay, here here's a couple things we have to talk about at some point. We have to we have to hit Moon Girl and the character of her uh the the split between Claire Luna, Claire Loon, Claire Loon and Moon Girl like how that dynamic plays. We need to talk about some game mechanics, uh story beats and since it's open world, what else there is besides the the main quest because so I kind of want to touch on the Claire Loon Moon Girl dynamic first. Can we do that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I want to borrow from the Persona games here. So in Persona, the way it works is during the day, you are a student. Um, it breaks things up into like early morning, morning, mid-afternoon, afternoon, after school, evening, night. And during all of these different time periods, different things could happen. So, like, during the day, you play Claire Loon. And since this is noir, she's probably a plucky detective. Um, Oh, for sure. That was exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) So, during the day, you go through, you solve crimes, you do reports, you do all of that stuff. But at night, you become Moon Girl, who can take the stuff you find out as Claire Loon and act on it. So Claire Loon does all the digging in the daylight to find, like, you know, who committed this murder or what seedy crime organization is involved with this gun run operation. And then Moon Girl at night goes and deals with it. So you create your quests during the day, during your part as Claire Loon, and then fulfill them as Moon Girl. I like that. I like that. I feel like it shouldn't, it doesn't have to be, like, a and B. It doesn't have to be like day and night, literally. Um, like, but, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I, I like I think, the idea of Claire opening things up for Moon Girl to do. I think, and that, vice versa, Moon Girl could find things for Claire to investigate. Yeah, and I, I think that can be like a, a lot of like side quests and a lot of parts of the main story should definitely have that like split. But I think you should also be able to just like solve a crime as Claire and not have to yeah. like. Beat, yeah. beat him up as Moon Girl, or just do some Moon Girl patrolling at night. I also think that um, that you should be able to turn off being Moon Girl at night, even just because nighttime doesn't mean you are. Well, no, Moon Girl. Th- right. You get to choose whether or not you put on the costume. Yeah. Um, well, I think it should just be like a you you touch the amulet, which is, is a moonstone, as in the gem moonstone, or as a stone from the moon. It seemed like maybe it was a stone from the moon, but I think that can just be i was gonna say gm fiat but that's not that's close enough to the right word just like whatever we decide i like it being from the actual moon because that's I do too. that's dumb why would a person have of that but you know yeah it's a video game and fake so yeah um I, I i dig this 
I think what we need is, you know, one, a nice city. Um, never put a date anywhere. Like, day oh, and abs- month, maybe? Absolutely not, yeah. N- never a year. No, um, never. Because that also allows us to do neat things like, this is crazy art deco architecture. Look at these rad 40s cars. I was definitely oh, thinking Batman the Animated Series, yep. y- yeah. you know, style, but with cell phones and, and you know, TV. Like, I would want it to be the best parts of both because like the best part about old detective movies is they couldn't google anything but then also now you can do a google if you need to and like solve a lot just by doing that and and skip a lot of time so like i feel like we can take from wherever we want yeah and what what that gives us though is all of the crimes all of the side quests everything then has to be elevated up a level where it's not just what does sodium react with it's just like she either knows right. that or the crime doesn't involve that. So I think what we also need kind of just to steal from, well, everything. We got to have a police, a police dude. Of, some of course. Sort of right. that, could, that could be Prince. That could be our way to work in Prince. Or Star. Oh, no. Star is a reporter. Star has got to be a reporter. I was also So thinking... Star is a reporter. Claire is a plucky detective. And Prince I, well, okay, is we're like saying, a beat we're cop. We're saying plucky. What do you mean plucky? I mean noir, sassy, capable, kind of don't need no man. Because plucky type. and noir do not go together very much. Well, I, I definitely like. I get what you're saying, and I, I really feel like we're looking for like the Humphrey Bogart trench coat, fedora, just a woman. Yeah, I I one million percent would not call Humphrey Bogart plucky though. Luke Skywalker is plucky. Humphrey uh, hung. Humphrey Bogart is a detective. <laughs> I guess when I say plucky, I mean like resourceful, very self-confident. Yeah, Veronica Mars. Yeah. Yeah, be... but noir. Have... Hey, buddy. Veronica Mars. Hey, buddy. I know you noir. haven't seen Veronica Mars, but that's noir as fuck. Well, then it's I need noir to watch it even more now. You... It's real good. Yeah, you one million percent do. Me and my roommate are doing it. We are just about done with season one. It rules school so i like the i like this split and i think i definitely think all the main quest things should have the the claire moon girl like a to b because the 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 moon girl stuff is going to be the the climax of right because eventually it's like oh this gun running ring has to do with super villains. So like, that's kind of a, you know, there's a line there. And I also want to lean into like that pulp forties adventure comic stuff that it was leaning to. Like invaders from Venus should be invaders from Venus. Like, like people from Venus should come to like invade and do bad stuff. And, and Claire and moon girl have to deal with it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And honestly, like, the power creep that comes from restoring the moon out of the eclipse that it's in, like that unlocks like, oh, you can punch a little bit harder. Oh, you can do this kind of move. Oh, eventually you can jump real high. And like the final scene, once she unlocks the whole moon is, I can fly. Dude, I can fly. <laughs> yeah. And now I have to go find Satana and it's just the throwdown fight. Yeah. Because I love Satana and she is definitely the chief bad guy. Of she is 1000% the oh, chief bad yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, definitely. What were some of the other villains besides Maybelline? <laughs> and do they have any. Is there any information on what the villains do or what their gimmicks are at all? Let me see. They, there are some links. So it was uh, Satana, Maybelline, Invaders from Venus, Lurani, and 
Undina. Uh, Satana was called Queen of the Underworld. While she dressed like a devil, she had no real powers and usually uses her gang of henchmen to do her dirty work, not above using weapons such as guns and knives. Maybelline is a werewolf who assists the Hell witch Lorani yeah. in her pursuits, being tasked with bringing victims to sacrifice to the moon god Lorani serves, can seemingly transform between wolf form and human form at will, and tries to use this to gain an edge over Moon Girl. Eventually, Moon Girl strikes her in the heart with a silver knife, killing her. Uh, invaders from Venus. On the planet Venus, an Amazonian race was on the verge of mass extinction due to death of all their males. To avert this fate, the queen sent her confidant Erica and a squad on a mission to capture men from Earth. Okay, that right there is a whole side quest. Yeah, here's yep. Satana and Udinia and uh, Lurani is a witch who seeks wealth and power. Um, and then Udina is a mermaid who assists the witch Lurana or Lurani in her activities. She nearly drowns an unsuspecting Moo Girl and eventually aids Lurani's escape. Okay, so this sounds like if I could this put this got real good. This got this just got great. So if I can if I can give you guys the new elevator pitch, yes, I would like to do that now. It's if Wonder Woman was Batman and fought the Universal Monsters. Yes, I'm down for 100%. that. Yeah. Okay. Good, because that. Um, it- in this new story, Satana now has to be a vampire. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I kind of like her being non-powered. I like the idea that this non-powered person is the biggest threat to Moon Girl because she's so connected, because she's so powerful in her own way. She doesn't need powers to be threatening. Here's, here's the only problem with that. This is a video game, and at the end, we will kill her with our superpowers if she doesn't. Well, that's have the whole any. point. You have to get to her first. Maybe it's a maybe it's an injustice situation where she starts out normal, but she does something to give herself powers. I think that should be her whole deal: is trying to get powers to from get powers something, maybe oh, or man. from Moon Girl. Oh, trying what, to steal her powers. What if instead? I'm I'm still good with with that. Either works. Let me throw something else out. What if she's trying to get sun powers because bad guys are Ooh. never associated with the sun? I like that. I like I dig that. Oh oh, the invaders from Venus, as a bargaining chip to get her permission to land in her turf, brought her a sunstone. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah absolutely. So like the farther in you get, the more powerful she gets but you won't really know mm-hmm. that until you put all the pieces together uh yeah, cause you won't even see her you will never see her like maybe you'll see her in her civilian guise but you'll never see satana until the very end mm-hmm. okay you may what... hear her maybe oh, yeah. like do voice recordings or like cutscenes might have like a glimpse of her walking out of a room or something mm-hmm. like her sure. cloak flapping behind her there's got to be a point where Everyone else is like, man, I just if we only knew who Satana was and you're like, it's clearly the mayor. Like, obviously, it's her. How does everyone not? And like Claire needs to be like, come on, they have the same face. It's the mayor. (laughs) She's just not in a green coat. Okay, when she says that line, though, the policeman has to look at her and be like, well, you look like Moon Girl. That doesn't mean you go flying around the city, right? right?" Yeah. The first level, the tutorial level, has to be the, like, Metroid-style, here's you with all your powers, oops, there's an eclipse, and now you can't get them. So, like, 
just to, like here's a taste. First hits for free. You gotta you gotta play the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's Claire, and that's some of the villains. We need to let's take a step back from the villains and let's look at the city. Okay. Okay. Uh, partially, we need either to choose a location or create one. Lunar City. I was thinking. Make it pulpy. I was thinking something along those lines. I don't know about if Lunar City is is too on the nose. Ooh, but I was call al- it Soul City. What about? Is there a word that means du- Dusk City, Twilight City? Twilight's a little, a little too fantasy. A little too fantasy. Dusk. I was my first thought was Noir City, but if you want to talk on the nose. <laughs> I like Dusk City. Dusk City would work really well, I think. Or oh, just oh, wait, Dusk. Wait, wait. Dusk Harbor. Dusk Harbor. I like that a lot. That's yeah. noir as shit. Because it's like, it's got that, because I, I wanted something that was on the line, you know? Because like half, not half the game. I feel like it should be, like night should be longer than day. Because yeah. that's when you get your superpowers and you get to be cool. And at any point you should be able to like go to bed until the nighttime. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, because that would be super frustrating if you're like, I want to do a superpower thing, but I got to wait. 10 minutes cool 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 yeah and and like okay i'm picturing like the first intro shot of this game is like the moon and then it pans down to this harbor like an actual harbor yeah and it skims in and there's like a very prominent ship like a private yacht or something that's called the soul invictus Mm -hmm. yeah conquered sun because we need foreshadowing yes and like cuts over the bow and you see like a person in green like walking off the deck and then it cuts down to the traditional light pole, mm-hmm. uh, the street light with the fog-covered ground, and a woman in a trench coat just standing there, like, just putting out a cigarette and just be like, Dusk Harbor, the home of Moon Girl. Oh, yeah. She just flies into the air. Yeah, I want, like, as many noir tropes as we can kind of cram in here and 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 not hide them not be like like a noir you get it but be like yeah no like she's fucking doing voiceovers and look at her hat like oh every transition has to have a voiceover like the case files from uh, la noir yeah yep there has to be so much saxophone so much saxophone oh absolutely um if the whole soundtrack is not kenny g we're doing it wrong um I don't think it should be Kenny G. That's no, that's the that was, that was the first saxophonist <laughs> no. I could come up with in my head. Well, it's um, better than Yanni, but it's not much. Um, Bill Clinton. Well, like, no, she needs to have like the PI office that's got like Claire Loon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the smoky should, glass and yeah. Should Star be her assistant, or does it work better as a reporter that she is friends with? I like her as a reporter that she's friends with because that means that Star could run stories that Claire wants run. Right. And could also bring her leads and makes her a more independent character than just like the Robin that shows up in right. the Arkham games where he just pops in for half a second and is gone because he's inconvenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also DLC where you play a star getting that scoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun because you have to turn into star like her superhero persona. Oh, oh, hers isn't even magic. Hers is straight Batman, though. Is she like, gadgets she and weapons? puts on a costume, man. Fuck, yes. Uh, I I want that. Prince to be kind of incompetent, though. Like, I want him to be the police contact, but have him not be very helpful. Never. Never helpful. Like, he's the one who's just like, 
Mungo, we don't know what these killings are all about. Yeah, it we that we need to be careful with because there's nothing I hate more than a character who's dumb on purpose. Uh, yeah. so not dumb necessarily, but incompetent. Like yeah, he, that's what I mean. You know who the worst character in any Disney movie is? It's Dory. Fucking at me, because uh, she is the worst. She doesn't like all she does is cause trouble, and then she she's like, be sympathetic to me. And I feel like if that's him, then I would be like, let's never talk to the police. So, have y'all seen the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes? Yes. A long time ago. Yeah, also okay. a long uh, time ago. So, you know the Lestrade and that, the Scotland Yard Inspector, is he is a perfectly competent cop for his time. He just doesn't comprehend things the way Sherlock does. Yeah. like, And that's why he looks like an idiot by comparison. Because Sherlock's right. processing all that information. Yeah, if, if, like he does. if maybe... it could be interesting that Prince is like, oh, yeah, did you hear about this? Oh, honey, I've already dealt with that. Yeah, like, like, he's, like either... he's just a couple of beats behind. He's always behind and he doesn't see the bigger picture. So whenever he's like, what is this little thing? You're like, oh, it's it's part of this huge fucking big thing, buddy. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's because for him, he is a street-level cop. Yeah, he he's a beat cop. He got promoted to detective. He, he, it's the Peter principle from Family Guy. He got promoted out of what he's good at. So he's this detective now, and he doesn't, he doesn't like, get the superhero side of things. He's still very street-level. Yeah. And so that's what he thinks of. He thinks like a beat cop instead of a detective or an associate of a superhero. Because he... I kind of want her to be the only one. Yeah, at least for the first game. Yeah. Um. Can Can he also not like Moon Girl? Yeah. Because yeah. she she's doing the cops' job, and the cops should be able to do their job, and she keeps getting in the way by solving their crimes first. He absolutely has that that beat cop like prejudice against it. It's like if I was a detective, I could solve all these crimes before Moon Girl, and now he mm-hmm. is a detective, and he can't solve the crimes. Yeah. What uh. That's basically our supporting cast, right? There's not a ton besides like other villains. We got we got a werewolf, we got a mermaid, we got a witch. We need a vampire if we're not gonna. We can, yeah, we can make up a vampire. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, come on, look, we have we have all the public domain. We have Mina Harker available to us. We do. We can just steal her. Is she is she bad though? I haven't read Dracula. It depends on your look. She turns into a Dracula. She so. becomes okay. I thought she became a Dracula. I know her from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, most of all. Oh, I'm sorry. I like the movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just it's not like it's not what yeah, they it, wanted to make. <laughs> it's it's a fun little adventure romp that doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we could pull her in. We could just make one up that has the same kind of weird naming convention as the others. I kind of want to do that. I want to make up. Someone who feels like they would have been in Moon Girl had it gotten... Maybe we can, like, if we can get our hands on... This is assuming that this game gets made, right? This In the fake yeah. fictional world, we're actually making a game. We gotta, after the mad success of uh, Vice. Right, yeah. After, <laughs> this game. after once we get bank from Vice, uh, we we do... We, we buy the nine issues or whatever of Moon Girl there are, and we just pick a random person in the and romance part and be like, yep. she's a vampire, though. And bring her right in. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, okay, we need, we, need, we need a solid number of villains. So, uh, 
like the invaders from Venus, I feel like is probably their own little side quest line. Yeah, it should it should permeate other stuff because I I like my favorite thing in noirs is when everything is connected. So could invaders of Venus be post game content? So like all throughout the main plot in the main story, you find hints of their coming, and you're like, oh, you know, I I beat uh, Satana. It's everything's right, everything's awesome, and then. A ridiculous 40s rocket ship lands. Exactly. It just gives you more to do after you think... It's it's kind of a fake-out. Um, that There's more to do right. than what you thought. Plus, it would it would give you a reason to keep collecting Playing. things and finding stuff. Yeah. If, if we did it that way, then what we'd need to do is... What was the main leader's name? Erica? Erica, yeah. Erica, what a what a fantasy name that is! What a mm-hmm. what a pulpy science fiction name, Erica. For I someone w- from Venus, that's not awful, right? It's just like that's that's I work with two Ericas, <laughs> you know. Like, there's also them on Venus. Okay, sure. So have her and maybe like a couple of like heavies from Venus mm-hmm. that show up as like kind of mid game bosses. Yeah, and. So she's she's loaned out some of her heavier specialized troops, and you do see her give the sunstone to Satana, and then steps away till the end game. Yeah, if if maybe maybe the bulk of it is post game, but all the the hints have to lead up to something in the game because yeah. if. If it's all mm. post game, then like you'll feel like the that's it's not post game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the game's not done yet. So maybe if you like solve the problem of the invaders from Venus at some point, but then it's like, oh no, you didn't though. You solved a problem, but not the problem. That's what I was thinking. Is that what if like it leads you to the idea that they are going to be giving this sunstone to Satana, and you stop it? Like you, you get there and you prevent the them from giving her whatever they were going to give her. Only she already had the sunstone. What they were going to give her was something to make her even more powerful, or or something like, a like that. A weapon or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then or you money. actually take care of them once Satana is defeated. Yeah, I think I think a good way to do that would be then to to spread the invaders from Venus out across all the bad guys. So. You know, Ooh, yeah. you know how every bad guy has a wave of henchmen. They're all soldiers from Venus. What what if in what if instead of Or that, they're all using like technology from Venus? That that's good. I like that. But what if instead the whole lead up, with the exception of her, you know, Satana getting the sunstone at the climax, because that's like important and needs to happen. What if all the other Venus stuff is literally like side quest things like just red herrings just like you know you're walking down the street and you hear something or like there's a story on the radio about a couple of guys who got kidnapped yeah or like yeah missing man you know his shoes turned and you you know you follow that and there's uh Amazon can go break up the abduction ring there's one what did his shoes turn into his shoes turned up oh I heard his shoes turned in and then you kept going, and I was like, what, what "No, they, they definitely they turned up. Like they just here they are. Okay, yeah, there's just a pair of smoking shoes on the sidewalk. Yeah, Ooh, he's yeah. got no his shoes are magic, and now they are bowling balls. I don't know. Or um, suddenly a car that had no drivers because the driver got abducted went through the wall of a uh, 
speakeasy. Yeah. So like, because during the day, like you can get cases in and be like, I'm going to work on this case. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work on this case. Like, like you know, in Breath of the Wild, you have your side quests. Right. You're just like, here's a whole bunch of random crap. It's like, here are your cases. What do you want to do? And like a yeah, bunch like- of them will be invaders from Venus. And then eventually you can put it all together and, and stop the kidnapping ring or so you think. And then, oops, there's a lot more. Yeah, there, then there's like main quest stuff that involves Erica and her like well, core group. To kind of to kind of keep it into the Arkham feel, basically what we're saying that Venus the the invaders from Venus is becoming is the Riddler. That the Riddler can be taken care of before you wrap up the game, or it can be taken care of after. It really just depends on the player and the playstyle. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't like doing anything once I beat the game. Once I beat a game, I'm done, and I don't. I don't think I'm alone. I feel like I'm probably a minority. No, you're not. There's there's a bunch of people that I am definitely not. I've beat Ganon twice already. I have been in the castle a bunch, but I'm not. I haven't beaten Ganon because I still got stuff to do. Um, I did yeah. get all the shrines. Congrats. <laughs> I'm working on it. Found two on accident on the way to the one that I was like, it's got to be around here somewhere. Um, so that was fun. Where where did my thought go? It was uh, right Venus. here. Venus. Invaders. It went to Venus. Side side quests. Right. So, so yeah. it has to all be available to be beaten before the end game. Yeah, but if you don't, it it maybe it gets worse if you don't beat it all first. Like if you don't do every side quest of the Venus invaders or invaders then from Venus, stronger. then they are they are stronger because they like got. It's like you can go fight Ganon right after you wake up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can run in there as a naked boy and go fight him with a stick. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. But you can. <laughs> yeah. It's just whenever you activate the four uh, divine beasts, things get way easier for you. I, yep. I bet. Um, I haven't. I got three of the four done. Um, That's why I specifically didn't tell you why things got easier for you. Yeah. Cool, cool. Because I'm a good friend. <laughs> Preach. So, yeah, but but like... That being post-game is like, also do this stuff. I also like the idea, if we're talking about Riddlers, I like the idea of the city having been built by an, like a secret architect who was like yeah, part of crazy. some sort. Yeah, like super crazy. And there's like puzzles and hidden things. Basically are, like a Court of the Owls meets Illuminati. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I think this should be like pretty Batman and, and take all the cool Batman stuff. But like if Batman was Wonder Woman. Yeah. I think in that line, since we're already deep into like a noir kind of fantasy noir, yeah. a little bit, like some fantastical elements. A pulp um, fantasy-esque, yeah. Yeah. You know what there is? Over on the docks, there's a bunch of Innsmouth people that are trying to summon a giant fish monster from the sea. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, let's get in. Well, oh, yeah. that's- There's a Dagon, and it's going to come eat the city. Well, maybe maybe Udinia, that's kind of her deal. Is the the Cthulhu stuff? Yeah, people under the sea. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's you know once you get there, mm-hmm. you cross from noir into eldritch horror. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna have like the waterfront. We'll probably have a big park. Mm-hmm. We'll have like some slums. Um, probably like a business district. Probably like a Times Square knockoff. Right. And then just some like apartments over that way. I mean, I want it to be like a big place. And what if what if each of the areas in the game, each of the boroughs in the game, is run by a different boss? Gang. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. like, you know, the the docks are are not necessarily run by a gang, but like 
if you go there That's at night, her territory. You know, Udinia's going to send some fish people after you, and, like, you know, the slums Absolutely. are, like, the werewolf, and the, the you know, Times Square area is something else. And, or maybe oh, the witch runs the witch runs the Broadway, like, theater, Times Square. Oh, yeah, place. for sure. And then Satana is at, is, you know, City Hall. City Hall. And takes, because you she's know, the mayor. she's the mayor. I also like the idea of all the villains being women, um, because yeah. that... That doesn't happen. No one does that. Okay, they're they're all women, and they're also sensibly dressed for God's sake. Yeah, they're oh, sensibly dressed, yes. and they're very very capable, and they're very very dangerous. Yeah, and it's not just because they're dangerous because they're sexy and gonna kill you by kissing you like fucking poison ivy. Right. I I also like the idea of because you know like in like vampires just to you know bring the vampire up you know vampires are always like I have my machinations I am super old because I am a vampire. What if it's like a teen? Who got turned into a vampire? Who's just like got plans now? I'm and cool with that because um, I I like that idea. Not the, not the little girl, not like the little girl from Interview with the Vampire because no, that no, skews no. me out a whole like lot. A, like yeah, a no, sixteen year, like a, like a sixteen or eighteen year old like shitty teen who is a vampire. <laughs> oh, and she dresses in hot topic fashion, even though it's like the 1940xs. Yeah, it'd be like <laughs> 1940x. Well, and my thing is kind of going back to your your distaste for Poison Ivy, that's actually a plot point that I would like to use. One thing that mermaids are often forgotten about is their siren song. I would love for the mermaid to be, that's how she works, is she sings. She draws people in, she lures them down, and she drowns them. And, you know... Even though Moon Girl's a girl, she can still fall under the spell. So you have to, like, figure out a way to not hear her singing and to, like, make sure, like, to kind of go with that. Because I love the idea of the siren song. So I think that would be a fun, a fun challenge to deal with. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it should be like only men fall under the the siren song. Because we have a whole deal where only men are being taken. And maybe, like, in... In her district, she is a crooner. So, like, she's played on the radio, which keeps everybody complacent and loyal to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, but she's a lounge singer. Like, like yes. jazz, jazz clubs, like CD jazz clubs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. On the waterfront called the Siren Song. Like, yeah. yeah. Of course it's going to be called the Siren right, Song. Right, because, because subtlety, like, fuck a subtlety. Like, <laughs> like, there is no subtlety. Yeah, we don't have time for that. The mayor is Satan. <laughs> Come on, guys! Mm-hmm. It's Lady Satan, yeah, Satana. Satana. So there was, there was a, uh, there was a minute there when, when I didn't know what you were gonna pick for the medium here. Yeah, and I was like, Moon Girl and Satana are totally dating and don't know that they're each other's arch enemies. I mean, that's I mean, we also could do that. that's also very good. I feel like it would be easy. I feel like the trope of like obviously like like the main character figuring out. Because she's a detective, so she should yeah. she should know yeah. like right away. Um, it's, it would work better in like a TV show setting. Yeah, see, I sure. like, but I also like the joke of of her being like to Prince, you know, can you not see it? That that is definitely Satana, and him being like, oh well, that's like saying you're Boon Girl, haha. Like, oh, I kind of there. like that. Yeah. yeah, that that's that's why they can't be. dating. I mean, her and, and Star it. could be dating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. More reason for her to not be her assistant. Right, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I also, her being like, hey, I need you to run this story. I'd be like, no, 
that's a bad story. Like that, you know, if they're if they're have a closer relationship, it's easier to be like, no, that's dumb and bad. I won't do mm-hmm. that for you. <laughs> that's 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 the check that you have to see if you've gotten all the pieces together. Which is right? Like, is yeah, you know, the story doesn't hold up, right? Yeah, there's there's no through line here. You more legwork, player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really good. good. That's good. Oh, okay. There needs to be a scene somehow where Moon Girl has drinks with one of the villains before she knows she's a villain. Uh, either the werewolf or the witch. The mermaid. A mermaid. No, mermaid the mermaid. The mermaid. I I feel like. Not necessarily that she can't change her form, because obviously I think that's fine that she can. But I feel like Moon Girl would immediately know something's up because the power is within the voice. The voice, yeah. Yeah. So witch or werewolf then? Yeah. Because I like the especially I, if the witch is like a famous Broadway actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a like a Bette Midler knockoff type yeah. thing. Oh, oh yes, absolutely. Um, um, voice by Bette Midler if we can get it. Yes. She's kind of very old now. I don't care. She was the witch in Hocus Pocus. She was one of three witches in Hocus Pocus. I would argue strongly she was the best. Uh, My favorite is Sarah Jessica Parker's, but that, you know. Did you see that at the same formative age I did? Then I understand. Uh, I actually didn't see it until I was, no, yeah, I guess 16, 17 would have been a My favorite was, I think it was Kathy Najimy. Najimy? Yeah. I... I like her. I think she's probably the funniest one. But man, I cannot stand what she is doing with her mouth through that whole movie. Yeah, it's kind of awful. And the Come Little Children is um, pretty awesome. But anyways, so yeah, I think the witch would be a really good fit for having drinks, like interviewing her as a source for another case. Oh, be like, you know, oh, this happened near your theater. What are your thoughts? What did you see? The Doom villains, the villainesses of Doom don't know that Claire Loon is Moon Girl. So there's this meddlesome P.I. poking around. Or maybe Satana knows and the rest don't. Well, maybe it would be interesting if, like, that was the structure of the Broadway plot, was that someone gets murdered on Broadway. And so Moon Girl's investigating all of this, and it actually, like, she doesn't realize that there's a witch. She doesn't realize any of that. But she stumbles upon, oh... Not only did you kill this girl, you're also a witch and are doing some occult stuff and holy crap. And kind of let that just be an unroll unfolding mystery. Yeah. Well, is that the first mission? Is that like the, the one that hooks you into the game? I think you should be able to choose. There has to be one that sets you on the hook. Well, like not necessarily. I, I like what Breath of the Wild did, which was kind of here are your options. You can kind of go and do them. Have fun. So I think but that it, would be the thing that would lead you to Broadway would be hearing about the murder. It also um, did definitely tell you that you had to go to Kakariko. Like it was yeah, like, but then after that, it wasn't like well, that's oh, what we're well, saying. Now you is, have is, to is we need a go to Kakariko moment. We need like what is that 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 because that's where the whole story. I think it should be from. the first encounter with uh, Satana. I think that. You know, there needs to be an initial encounter with her to establish her, A, as the big bad, and B, to introduce the fact that, you know, she seemingly doesn't have any powers or whatever, so that as she starts gaining powers through the course of the story, the player goes, huh, that's weird. When we first met her, she couldn't do that. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that should always definitely be the tutorial, like the, the start of the game, because you also have all your powers at that point. Right. So, like, oh, and, and because because the culmination of that tutorial is 
Satana triggers the last thing that causes the eclipse. Right. Yeah. So then, like, once you're down and you're realizing, like, oh, crap, I can't be fully Moon Girl, so I need to really bust it on the streets. Oh, there, this prominent actress was murdered on Broadway. Well, mm-hmm. let me, that's, like, the first, that's then the first introduction to the crime scene mechanic. Here's, here's one thing. I'm, that's, I'm, the, that's the civilian tutorial. That that you could also work, yeah. That or not, but well, the reason I say that is it could be multiple things. Like you could get multiple cases on your desk. You could That's get true. the murder on Broadway. You could get um, disappearances in the 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 Harbor District. I think you could get um, you know some a, animal. Some animal is in yeah is yeah. in the slums. We also uh, should have a Frankenstein. People. Ooh, that'd be absolutely good. Absolutely have to have a Frankenstein in the industrial have them, district. Have them in the industrial district, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, but the 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 professor doctor person works at the Natural History Museum that mm-hmm. is full of mummies. Yeah. That definitely don't ever come to life. Yeah. We could also but are very prominent. See, now I also want to have a mummy that's separate if we're just hitting all the universal monsters. If we're hitting up all the where's the and then an invisible woman. <laughs> what if the invisible woman's not the villain? What if the Invisible Woman is an informant? Or, I think it'd be funny just to have the Invisible Woman be an Easter egg. So, like, have um, have that, you know... Ooh, that too. But have the uh, Natural History Museum or whatever, and as you're exploring it, there's just an empty case. And it just says, uh, the Invisible Woman found, you know, this date, okay, 1940XX or whatever. That um, seems... And if you activate, like... Like, the case has, like, some sort of contraption. If you flip the switch, it shows, like, the skeleton of the person inside. Or, like, smoke starts to fill in and you can see the outline of yeah, the body. Yeah, you can see the outline of the body. Okay, wait, wait, what if we have that? And then, like, midway through... It's whatever, gone. Yeah, what if all of a sudden the glass is shattered from the inside? And when you trigger the smoke, there's nothing there. I like that. And it's just kind of a lurking thing. It may not ever pay off. To me, that's very much like Rachel Ghoul. Um, I think it's an Arkham Asylum where he, he he disappears out of the morgue, but you never see from him again. I don't love that. That's that's just me though. I I'm willing I think that's a good like Easter egg. I think it, it would need to go somewhere if we had my a breakout. My only problem is if she breaks out, you're a detective. Like you can't you can't have it be a detective game. And like, and not, and not solve all of them. Well, I mean, I think that could be a lot of fun, though. Is her finding that case shattered, and then her discovering where the invisible woman has gone and why? Also, would that it could be a good side quest? And then possibly even going, yeah, them putting you in a case was kind of fucking crazy. Let's not do that. I didn't find you, and maybe learning the invisible woman side of the story. Maybe not even having the invisible woman be evil, but be like, these people captured me because they thought I was a freak and put me in a box. I feel like the, that would be a better suited for the mummy. Yeah, I love that gag, and I want to see that gag of, like, the invisible woman in a box, but I think it would have to be something a little bit better. Especially if it's at the Natural History Museum, like, that's that's a good mummy place. Well, maybe have the Invisible Woman then be at, like, the university's science lab. What if what if she is... Okay, what if the Invisible Woman is our Catwoman, and she was captured by some gang leader? I like, I like that. I like, I like the Invisible Woman not being a bad guy, but also not being necessarily a good guy. But because she's invisible, like, she has a whole separate deal than, you know everybody else i like the idea of like you've tracked down because especially if you don't do it first if you do like the werewolf first or the 
and you don't have to complete them all first because like you can bounce all over like you can do some yeah. like a couple steps in the werewolf plot go hang out at the docks mm-hmm. do some of that you know um but like i like the idea that like if you've done those first and then you're like oh let me check out the natural history museum and it's like oh a mummy broke out and you track the mummy down and it's like uh it's like a nice woman who you know who's a mummy who's like yeah oh i was cursed and then they put me in a box that sucks like you know, it's bad enough I'm a mummy, but now also they wanted to imprison me forever, so I just had to get out of there. And you're like, oh, okay, well, this is a misunderstanding then. Sorry. Yeah. If you hop on this freighter, it's going back to Egypt if you want to go track down your family. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think doing that... Because, okay, if we're playing with Noir and we're being as blatant as we very clearly and joyfully want to be, having those moments where we can just subvert the expectation is going to be priceless. Yeah, because we can't we can't do the subtlety of like, hey guys, that place is called the Siren Song. That's mm-hmm. kind of funny, right? Nothing weird's going on there. Instead of just being like, Siren Song, evil mermaid lives yeah. there. Oh, oh, this is the one place on the docks that has a neon sign. I, maybe yeah. you should go in there. <laughs> and and so so since we don't have that particular brand of just like guys, you dig in the noir, get it, you get it. Fun. Yeah, since we don't have that. Being able to have those moments where it's like, well, a mummy just broke loose in the Natural History Museum, and you're like, I'm gonna fight this, I'm a fighter, let's yeah. go. And then it's like, you're my best friend now. Yeah, awesome. and it's like, oh, now I need to like readjust you to society because you're from mummy times. You get a roommate for a few days. Yeah, and then the, and then like for the vampire at this like the same kind of thing where it's like, oh, there's all this weird stuff going on in the suburbs, you know, and it's like. Oh, there's got to be a vampire there who's got machinations turning a bunch of people into vampires, and you find out it's like, oh, it's a, it's just a teen who's like an an angry teen who's like, I'm gonna make everyone like me then, you know? And it's like, oh, you're just like really motivated for a teenager, Pranking I guess. The mean girls getting back at the the angry mm-hmm. teacher at her school. Yeah, absolutely. What else do we need to cover then? Mechanics. How's the game? How's the game feel? Like when you Batman. play Arkham City. Uh. It needs to be a little more I would say graceful closer, than that. I would say closer to Spider-Man 2, um, which had phenomenal web-swinging mechanics, because I want her to feel very graceful. Um, one of the other things that she has that I don't think we mentioned was she literally has a rocket ship she can control with her brain. Well, yeah, so, way to bury the lead, Alan. So, the whole, like, scrap everything else. This game is now a rocket ship simulator. <laughs> <laughs> but like she can summon it and control it with her mind. So that could take the place of like the bat wing, but it should feel graceful. It should feel yeah. fluid. Yeah. yeah. I I never played Spider-Man 2, but I did play Ultimate Spider-Man. I don't know if you guys have ever played that. I think so. Uh that game rules. It it feels so nice to swing around. I feel like it's probably very similar to Spider-Man 2 because it came out around the same time. Um, Spider-Man 2 has oh fantastic web swinging engine to it so much so that someone made a game that was entirely based on that later um even the amazing spider-man tie-in game had a really good swingy thing to it it wasn't quite as smooth but it was still it, you didn't just shoot your web into the sky and hope for the best you actually had to anchor it to buildings which was yeah nice, that, well, that's but, how mm-hmm. ultimate spider-man was too i feel like they're all pretty similar um but also in ultimate spider-man you could play as venom and venom had a, a super jump mechanic um i I think he had webs, but it wasn't as good. But he could super jump, and it ruled. Um, yeah. So I feel like a lot of her stuff should be, before she gets her flying ability or before she gets her rocket ability back, because um, that's obviously a later game deal, because yeah. mm-hmm. that's uh, pretty big. Um, 
is if she should maybe she should like jump between buildings. Like her her jump should obviously get like very better good. Better and better and better. Yeah. Yeah. And and she needs to have like the like an assassin like a good like an Assassin's Creed two kind of climbing mechanic in there. Yeah. Not some of the later ones where you could just like randomly climb and then suddenly you're throwing yourself into the air for mm-hmm. no damn reason. Yeah. Those games are real good until you have to do a chase of any kind, and Ezio's like, I'm going to go this way. Is that cool? I don't yeah, care. And the camera rebels. Yeah. Yeah, so, yes, definitely some sort of mechanic like that where jumping, and you level up the jump. That's that's definitely yeah. got to be part of it. I'd also like if, depending on how you played the game, that's how you level. So if you jump a lot, your jumps become better. If you fly a lot, your flight becomes better. The crackdown. The crackdown. The crackdown, crackdown what you also do is awesome. Is what yeah. Mm-hmm. Crackdown is also very awesome. I was so good yeah. at jumping and so terrible at driving, so I never drove yeah. and I jumped well, everywhere. The cars were garbage. Yeah. One of them could drive over other cars and that one was kinda nice, but everything else was bad. <laughs> can I can I add in a sort of level up mechanic that also doubles as a side quest slash secret hidden layer to the game? Yeah. So going back to our architect who built the city and made it real weird maybe he was also from the moon or something and so like it's a lot of like all the all the puzzles like you can find like these hidden moon places where it's just like you go in and it's like a like a puzzle that you have to like get through like in you know like a shrine kind of deal in breath of wild but like you know smaller obviously yeah um and more of like a obstacle course and then you can from those you can get like collectible moon shards or whatever, and that's how you upgrade some some of your abilities too. Maybe, maybe part of the deal was when the eclipse happened, your uh, your pendant shattered because it's a magic thing that's doing the eclipse. Maybe it broke your pendant. And the oh, well, oh yeah. What if she used your moonstone to cause the eclipse? Ooh. And then and the pieces could just get scattered and get pulled to these like lunar resonance points. Yeah, except for except for like the eight main pieces, which are in the hands of all the bad the guys. Yeah, yeah. I would also really like for there to be a reputation system. So based on how quickly you solve crimes, which crimes you solve, how you go about it, you know, are you kind to the people you interview? Are you gruff? You know, are you good cop? Are you bad cop? That kind of reputation builds and people start responding to you differently based on your reputation. Kind of a little, little bit Mass Effect-y? Yeah. Yeah, I like that, but one, it's not just a good-bad. No, it's not good-bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, yeah it, can't, it can't be black and white. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be multi-axis in there somehow. Um, and that only applies to Claire. Yeah, it wouldn't apply to Moon Girl. Yeah. Because the Moon Girl side has to, Moon Girl has to be above that. Mm-hmm. the hero yeah I, I definitely I, like I definitely like that you can you can choose like you know and it's not necessarily like are you gruff or are you nice but like are you bumbling are you Columbo are you Humphrey Bogart are you Veronica Mars like how are do you, you Magnum are you Magnum are you are you Joseph Gordon-Levitt from Brick how do you want to play your yeah character your and, player. and you don't necessarily have to like I'm only picking the left bumbling option, but you can mm-hmm. be like, I want to do this one. Like, and it'll all kind of build and splinter. Exactly. Cause it, you know, we're on, we're on PlayStation fours, PlayStation four plus because it just got an upgrade or whatever. Like we can make this technology. We can't, we're not yeah, smart we enough. Someone can though. Any last minute details on what has 
turned into a surprisingly fun reboot of this wasteland of a That's property. why I picked a video game, because we could get weird with it. Because other than that, we'd be like, I don't know, she's got a moonstone? What do you want from me? Well done. That was a solid choice. Thank and you. And it's opened up video games officially into our canon yes. of rebootable one of One of the other things that I would like to see is that as Claire... Um, you have a bunch of disguises, and so you could like oh, unlock yeah. different disguises. Absolutely, and... you do. No, I, I love the idea of, and even that could be if you're wearing a disguise, then what you do does not tack onto your Claire score because you're not Claire at the moment. You are someone else. Yeah, unless you get found out. Unless, unless you get unless found you, out, you slip up and, and get found out. That would be great because my my favorite part of Fallout Four was the um, the Silver Shroud. Mm-hmm. Uh, side yes. quest where you like one like one of the options a couple of the options were like pretend to be the silver shroud and like that was pretty awesome um yeah if, if you can if you can do that for like a lot of different missions mm-hmm. also a lot of the side quests could also just be like someone stole some money and the cops can't like you know they mm-hmm. and they hired you someone's cheating on their spouse can you go be a pi yeah do do detective do private detective work because you're a PI, you're a private eye. You're not a, you're not like a cop detective. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have anything else. I think we hit everything that we needed to. Yeah, uh, I think that is a solid reboot. Mm-hmm. I do too. So all that's really left for us to do on this episode is uh, roll on our next. Oh boy, reboot. I've got it pulled up. I've got the list. Yeah, if someone's got to die or a random number generator. Alan? I can get the random number generator. I know you always got uh, got that RNG handy. We've got 22 options. All right. So actually we wound up on number five, which is one of my favorites on this list that I think is the most interesting. Yes. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Ooh, oh, okay. Yes. You want to yes. give us a genre or, or are we... Genre. Hmm. Let's go high fantasy. Oh, Okay. All right. That's going to be a weird one. Okay. All right. All right. And we'll, you know, surprises with the medium next time as, as per usual. Um, If you want, because Matt did this for the last one, there will be a straw poll up on our Twitter at RebootCast where you can rate this episode how you liked it. Uh, I hope you like it nice. Uh, It's up to you, though. And uh, and yeah, that's it because there's a whole thing at the end. (laughs) Yeah. And this is a reboot. Hey, everybody. You can follow us at RebootCast on Twitter, or you can email us at hardreboot at fifthdraw.com. You can follow Alan at Alan underscore cells. You can follow Jake at JJ underscore Mason. Or you can follow me at Matt Hoadley. Thanks for listening.